It is your job to tell your brother he is right, even when he is wrong. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. I got some of that Wednesday wisdom for you today with Marianne Williamson. This clip, I I love this clip. Actually, I love this audio program. I've been listening to this audio program over and over and over again on the treadmill lately. And this particular clip um, really resonated with me. And I hope it resonates with you as well because she gives you a spiritual perspective on why we continue to attract people into our lives who get on our nerves and you know exactly who and what I'm talking about and I hope you enjoy this and it gives you a different perspective on why that person keeps showing up here's Marianne if I have a person all figured out because you know if a person has shown me something that I believe is different than I think they should show me with their behavior My ego is very vigilant, not only about pointing out their error, but analyzing their error. And it is very tempting to think that they really need me to tell them about this, right? Now, the truth of the matter is, you might, in fact, have some good information for that person. You might, in fact, have an important standard or an important boundary to keep. The point is, however, then until we have moved into what the Course in Miracles calls the holy instant, until we have made our primary focus and our bottom line dedication, the experience of the miracle through the willingness to see someone else's innocence, which is the truth and the love and who they are, until we are in that place, then we are not in a state of oneness with them. Without the state of oneness, we are without communion. And without commune, there is no communication. So if I don't first perceive the innocence in you, then anything that I have to say to you that emanates from the perception of your guilt will not be experienced by you as the great gift that you are so sure that it is. It won't be received that way. It will be received as what it actually is, an attack, a blame, a perception of someone else's guilt. And so the reason those two people were actually put into that situation to begin with is so that both people would experience the wall. The wall in the other person might be the behavior that you perceive, The wall in you is where you are tempted to judge them for that behavior, to to blame them for that behavior, even if it's couched in your desire, your honest and sincere desire to tell them things that you think they need to know, rather than your capacity to so accept them and to make the focus of your attention the, the, the ability to see the innocence within them. This is why the Course in Miracles says that it is your brother to, it is your job to tell your brother he is right 
even when he is wrong. Now, that does not mean to say, oh, everything you're doing is great, when in fact it's not. It means, however, that we realize communication is primarily on a nonverbal basis. People can feel when they are being approved of, people can feel when they're being shared with, and they can feel when they're being attacked, judged, or blamed. It is not just our words. It is something that is occurring on a subconscious level, and it is expressed in our energy. And people know. I love it when people say, I don't mean this as a judgment, and then judge you like crazy. <laughs> right? As though that got them off the hook. Now, what happens in that moment when you choose not to be open-hearted, when you choose not to dwell in this holy instant, when you choose to dwell in the past rather than being open to new beginnings in the present, when you choose to live in the future rather than allowing the present to be all that it can be, when you choose a grievance instead of a miracle? What happens to the miracle that might have occurred? Because remember, whatever that situation was, was perfectly planned by natural intelligence, which is another way of saying by the Holy Spirit, which brings people together and situations together, which offer maximal opportunity for soul growth to all people involved. What happens in those moments where for whatever reason, those reasons always having to do with our own woundedness, our own walls that we hit, we choose not to love. Well, the Course in Miracles says the miracle that we could have had is held in trust for us until we are ready to receive it. So what that means is that wherever we have a wound, which is the same as that place where we have a wall, which is the same as saying that place where we have developed a character defect, we know it's our wound. Initiated compassionate people know it's our wound, but somebody else it just appears as a place where you're obnoxious, a place where you're controlling, a place where you're needy, a place where you're mean, whatever, right? The universe is going to keep working on that, which means it will continue to bring people and continue to bring situations which give you the opportunity to get it right next time. Now, your ego will say, I just can't believe I keep meeting people like this. Like, duh. Because those people are sent straight from central casting. <laughs> now, how, how do we grow? How do we heal? <clears throat> Once we realize that the only thing happening in any situation, and any, once again, every situation we're taught is a relationship, is that we are being shown to ourselves. The Course in Miracles says that relationships are laboratories of the Holy Spirit. They are the place where our woundedness will, by definition, be triggered. Our woundedness will, by definition, be triggered. Why? Because if I say to God, my life is not perfect, and I want my life to be perfect, I want my life to be happy, I want my life to be successful, I want my life to be filled with love. Well, the law of cause and effect, we're taught, is the building block of the universe. So if there's an effect in my life that I don't like, the cause of it was in my thinking. If I ask God to give me a different life, he's not going to change the effect unless I am willing to change on the level of cause. The Course in Miracles says God himself will not violate his own law that cause and effect was set up for our protection. But what the Holy Spirit does is to work with us on a causal level. 
So every thought we think is either cause with a little c or cause with a big C. Cause with a big C is co-creation, the cause of love, which is God. Cause with a little c is a cause, a thought, which will have an effect, that came from my ego fear-based mind rather than the love within me. Now, if I have a problem in my life, by definition, it's because there is a place where I am thinking fear-based, ego-based thoughts rather than loving ones based on my childhood, based on my wounding, based on my past, whatever. It's not where you're bad, it's where you're wounded. Now, the Holy Spirit... When you say, God, please help me, God's help comes in the form of putting a magnifying glass on where we get it wrong. Because any of us, if we could see, why do I keep doing this? What, 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 what is this that this keeps happening? For most of us, if we really saw clearly what we keep doing would change it. But the ego is very sly. So the ego mind works in such a way that, as we all know, some of the biggest mistakes that we've made in our lives seemed like a good idea at the time. Because at the time, it's what seems correct. We, we, you don't know you're insane when you're insane. You think this is a very good idea. It's the way I need to, I, I need to take care of myself here. Or whatever. Okay? Now... When you invite the Holy Spirit into a situation, therefore, since the purpose of every situation is that everyone might grow, and that's the purpose of every relationship, that means that there comes a time when all hell seems to break loose, i.e. people's woundedness and fear begins to make itself known. This is when the ego says, this is a terrible situation. This is when the ego says, this is the wrong person. This is when spirit says, this is starting to cook. This is starting to work. Why? Because you have an opportunity. Now, the ego doesn't want to use this as an opportunity to look at your own stuff. The ego wants to use this as an opportunity to be ever vigilant as to the mistakes that others are making. Right? But the spirit uses every situation as an opportunity, not only to invite us and to challenge us, to play the situation with love, but also an opportunity to see where we have not. Now, remember what I said. The Course in Miracles says, if I do not choose a miracle, if I do not choose to dwell in the holy instant, if I do not choose to release someone, you know, the ego works like an emotional lasso. I know how you should behave. And if you behave that way, I'll be happy. And it is implied that therefore you should, right? Now, what will the Holy Spirit, if I'm coming from that kind of a game, what is the Holy Spirit going to send me? People who won't, right? By definition, because whatever is our problem, we will be sent the situations that actually trigger that. So those are the moments when you have enough presence of mind that you have not yet evolved past going there. But you have evolved enough. You are a student of the Course in Miracles. You are doing whatever your path is, enough to know. If I'm this unhappy, I must be partially insane. I am willing to see this differently. That thought, I am willing to see this differently, is a crux principle of A Course in Miracles. There are certain principles in The Course in Miracles says, these are your tools in your problem-solving repertoire. I, I know a man who was saying to me the other day, 
two days in a row. Oh, I'm this woman, and she's married to a friend of mine, and she's so negative, and I just can't stand this woman, and I don't know why he's still married to her, and just went on and on about her. And then the next day, he says, oh, you won't believe who I had to watch Game of Thrones with tonight. She was there. She was next to me. You won't believe what she was saying all night. Now, the Course in Miracles, to his ego mind, this woman is problematical, right? What does the Course have to say about that? For whatever reason, this woman, her personality brings into relief brings into magnetized vision my friend's inability to love someone with those personality characteristics. Now, we could go into therapy with him and talk about what she represents from his childhood or whatever, and all that can be interesting and it might even be helpful insight. But of itself, that will not heal the problem because the ego loves that. Because it's still about you. Anything that's about you. So instead, from A Course in Miracles perspective, which is not at all anti-therapy, it is God's psychotherapy, is where you say, I understand that if this, if this woman is in my presence, it, two days in a row, no less, and I have this much on her, what is here for me? What is here for me? And what is here for me is to know that there's something about that behavior that brings into my awareness my, the limits on my capacity to love. Now, somebody else might say, well, wait a minute, maybe the lesson is to get the hell out of there and just stay away from people like that. Well, actually, that might be true. But until I forgive this person, until I see their total innocence, until I've learned my lesson here, which is my inability yet to love that personality, then I will just meet that personality characteristic in another person. So no matter what, the lesson is always for us to see there's only one thing going on here. In any situation, am I able to dwell miraculously or am I not? All right, pals, that was Marianne Williamson. Her website is Marianne.com. If you want to hear that entire audio program, you can find it on Audible. It's called Inspiring Teachings on a Course in Miracles. That is it for me. Please leave a rating and or review for the show on iTunes and follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton. I'll see you over there. That is it for me. See you tomorrow. Peace. 